This is the 5 o'clock report, 20 minutes of uninterrupted news, commercial free. I'm Jeff Kaplan. KSL's top story, Salt Lake City has officially submitted its bid for the 2034 Winter Olympics. Our team coverage begins with KSL News Radio's Claire Scott. While submitting a bid 10 years before the games actually begin may be a bit proactive, bid leader Darren Hughes told KSL TV it was a huge relief to have it done. Because all of the thousands of documents and, and pages and, and, and all that work, um, it was just so much fun to finally hit submit and say, it's out of the way. The bid was submitted in a ceremony this morning with some special guests, including Utah's top political leaders and aspiring athletes. It's so cool to just even have it coming. So to be able to compete in it would be even more incredible. From here, we'll be visited by a commission from the International Olympics Committee. The Salt Lake City Committee for the Games say they hope we'll be made the official host of the Winter Olympics in the next few months. Claire Scott, KSL News Radio. Organizers behind the push to bring the Olympics back here say Salt Lake is ready to rock for 2034. Team coverage continues with KSL News Radio's Becky Bruce. It was all cheers this fall when the IOC named Salt Lake City its preferred 2034 host city, and one of the loudest of those cheering was Fraser Bullock, CEO of the Salt Lake City Utah Committee for the Games. They love Utah, they love our people. They love the fact that we have these beautiful mountains, these venues all close together. Bullock told us at that time that while it's expensive to host the games, the Salt Lake bid doesn't ask for any public money, in part because the venues already exist and in some cases make money. The state does continue to spend money on the upkeep of many of those venues. Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. Gunshots in the middle of the night and Bountiful Police found a man with bullet wounds That man later died in the hospital. It was one in the morning when Bountiful police received the call of gunshots from an east side neighborhood of Bountiful. When they arrived, they located an unconscious male uh, laying face down on the ground. That was Lieutenant Andrew Smith with Bountiful PD, who said 18 shell casings were collected at the scene. No suspects currently in custody, but Smith shared what they're working with. Neighbors who have uh, any video footage, um, who may have heard the gunshots, um, officers are collecting the witness statements and making contact with each of the homeowners here in the area. As we learn more, we'll bring you the latest updates as they come. Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. Dueling trips to the border for the top contenders for president. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Yeah, president Biden and former President Trump are both visiting the border with Mexico today to spotlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. President Biden is meeting with border agents and local law enforcement in Brownsville, Texas. Cameron County Sheriff Eric Garza says he has seen the problem worsen over time. This is going on since I was young. It's gotten worse. It seems to be a concerted effort to move individuals or immigrants into the U.S. Meantime, Mr. Trump is in Eagle Pass, where the National National Border Patrol Vice President Chris Cabrera says he's shown that he knows how to fix the border crisis. I do believe that President Trump will get it done because he got it done before. President Biden is proving that he can't get it done. Cabrera says he doesn't expect Democrats and Republicans to work together for a solution. The U.S. House has approved a spending bill that will avoid a government shutdown tomorrow, but Republicans like Thomas Massey say it merely puts off decisions about longer-term legislation. We're going to kick the can down the road. Is that going to solve any problems? No, it creates another crisis next week. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. The measure now goes to the Senate for approval. And in breaking news, we have just learned that one of Canada's most consequential prime ministers has died. Brian Mulroney negotiated the North American Free Trade Agreement with the U.S. and Mexico. He was 84 years old. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. 
Rocky Mountain Power says it's staffed up ahead of the strong wind expected to hit the area late Friday night. There's a high wind warning in effect starting at 11 tomorrow night, running through Saturday afternoon. Rocky Mountain Power says they have crews on standby just in case. We've already seen gusty wind more than 24 hours before that warning takes effect. KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank says we've been seeing gusts up to 50 or 60 miles an hour on the mountaintops. Then the more wind comes through Friday night ahead of the storm. A cold front blasts through Saturday before it. Strong south winds and 53 for the high. Behind it, cold front sweeps through, drops us into the 30s, and changes that rain over to snow. Kevin's expecting about a quarter inch of rain for the valley floor, followed by one to two inches of snow before it's all done sometime Sunday. KSL News Time 505. First look traffic on the 5 o'clock report. We turn to Ricky Meese. And we do have a new accident. This time it's in Sandy on the northbound side of I-15, right by the mall, 106 South. Quickly got moved out of traffic to the shoulder. It's still causing a little bit of curiosity slowing in the area. Southbounders on I-15 in Utah County filling in and slowing down from Pioneer Crossing American Fork to Linden. Also, some heavy and slow tra- uh, traffic transitioning from eastbound I-80 to go northbound on I-215's West Belt. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time 505. Thanks, Ricky. Used to be a starter home was a little house proudly standing on its own lot, but now condos and townhomes are the new starter homes. A report from the Kemsey Gardner Institute shows that compared with 10 years ago, we've built four times as many townhomes last year. Utah Housing Corporation CEO David Damshin says it's time for younger Utahns to downsize their expectations. Well, the economics have changed on us, and so our expectations on the demand side need to change. I think people need to understand that maybe the, the right starter home is a townhome or a condo. Damshin says in order to afford a first home, we may have to start thinking like homeowners did back in the 1950s. Tax breaks are on the way if the governor signs two bills now sitting on his desk. One of them would reduce the state income tax a bit by a tenth of a percent. The other, an expansion of the $1,000 child tax credit. If signed, the credit would be available for kids aged one through four. Both measures have been approved by the legislature. Meantime, the lawmakers have approved a controversial proposal boosting the number of children allowed at unlicensed daycare facilities. The bill, which generated a lot of emotion and debate, allows unlicensed providers to care for up to eight kids instead of six. The goal, of course, to have more child care available for parents. And that measure is now also sitting on the governor's desk. EV owners. Ford is joining the nation's largest and most well-placed electric vehicle charging network. Owners of Ford EVs will be able to use much of Tesla's vast charging network in the U.S. and Canada as a deal that was reached between the companies last year becomes a reality. Tesla's network turned on for Ford EVs this week. There is a hitch, though. Current Ford EV owners will need to get an adapter to use Tesla's plug. Ford says it'll provide those adapters for free but won't ship them until March. Ford also says its future EVs will come with Tesla connectors starting next year. Mark Remillard, ABC News. New legislation to protect IVF clinics in Alabama is moving forward in that state's legislature. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle scrambling to pass legislation that would shield IVF clinics after the Alabama Supreme Court declared that frozen embryos are unborn children with legal protections. 
Lois Frankel, chair of the state's Democratic Women's Caucus, says. Women must be able to access the health care they need to control their own lives. While Republicans have largely come out in support of IVF, Democrats say the Alabama court decision is the latest attack on women's reproductive rights since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Your traffic and weather together brought to you by Sinclair's Dino Pay app. Save up to 20 cents per gallon. Here's Ricky Meese. Spots of slowing northbound I-15 in Salt Lake County. The first as you're approaching Bangor Highway in Draper. Then in Sandy by 106 South where we have a crash over to the right. And then more heavy and slow traffic from 33rd South to downtown. But it's a steady stream of delays southbound I-15 as you go from 4500 South Murray to Draper. Heavy and slow in spots westbound on the 201 scattered from Redwood Road to Magna. Mark? South Belt delays a little bit heavy as you head westbound after Highland Drive over to 9th East and then eastbound slightly slower coming after Redwood headed to the South Interchange I-15. I-15 itself in Utah County struggling Lehigh Main Street down to Geneva Road and then northbound has got some delays Provo Center Street with uh, what looks like a wreck off to the right. Steve? Northbound 215's West Side Belt getting busy now from the eastbound I-80 transition ramp heading north up to about North Temple. Uh, northbound 15 delays at 6 north up to the north interchange after that good speeds all the way to Willard Bay. Southbound Foothill packed in from the VA to about 17th south. The 9th annual Salt Lake Off-Road and Outdoor Expo March 1st and 2nd at Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy. Over 40000 in giveaway prizes. Kids 12 and under free. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. As we head through the 5 o'clock hour, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies with temperatures in the upper 50s. We'll slide into the mid-50s for 6 and 7 o'clock with low 50s by 8 and 9. Ultimate lows will be in the low 40s under mostly cloudy skies. With your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report, I'm Kevin Eubank. Look how warm and how windy out of the south at 18 miles an hour, but it's 61 degrees. Sunset tonight is at 619. KSL News Time 512 and Maria, Maria Chaleos is here with a Leap Year exclusive. Right, a Leap Year only publication filled with cringe-worthy puns and commentary on the events of the past four years is Lifting Spirits in Paris. Now, the 2024 edition includes an article suggesting France doesn't need schools anymore thanks to artificial intelligence. Another floats the idea of dismantling the Eiffel Tower during the Paris Olympics to reduce security risks and then having IKEA produce a manual for rebuilding it. Now, some friends started this newspaper <laughs> as a joke in 1980. The last edition in 2020, as the world went into COVID-19 lockdowns, it sold 120,000 copies. Revenue from this newsstand goes mainly to charity for people with developmental disorders, including autism. And its editors are proudly politically incorrect and say it's all about just lifting the mood a bit. They say when the world is out of whack, sometimes you just have to laugh about it. And they only do it every four years. Every four years. Thanks, Maria. Mm-hmm. KSL News Time 513. Alcohol prices in Utah could soon rise. After passing unanimously out of the Senate, a bill that would hike what the state charges for booze is on its way to the governor's desk. If the governor signs it, liquor prices will rise the beginning of May. A student pilot and flight instructor are uninjured 
And they have quite the story to tell in Fresno, California. They had just taken off from Chandler Airport in southwest Fresno when the Piper Cherokee they were in lost power. Only 900 feet off the ground, they had to act fast. The instructor took over the controls. The Fresno County Sheriff's Department says the instructor alerted the tower they had a problem and they found a road, targeted a break in cars using Bishop Avenue in Fresno as a runway, landing safely, even pulling off to the side along an almond orchard in full bloom. The plane had no damage from the landing. Alex Stone, EBC News. Park City police are on the hunt for a fur coat thief. Earlier this week, somebody managed to walk away from Sitka Fur Gallery with a Russian sable worth $140,000. There's a $5,000 reward for tips that lead to the return of the coat and an arrest. Trending on social media, March on this last day of February. College basketball fans are eagerly awaiting the beginning of the NCAA tournament just a couple weeks away. Sports Illustrated has put out its annual list of the Magic 8, the teams it thinks has the most have the most potential to win it all in March Madness. This year's list includes Purdue, UConn, Houston, Tennessee, Arizona, Auburn, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Wait. They must have forgot BYU. The three things you need to know this hour first. Tooele Valley Airport will be getting some big updates like more parking, additional space for hangars, much needed utilities, and a road to connect to the freeway. I'm KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson. Second, President Biden and former President Trump are visiting the border today. They're hoping to highlight their approaches to the immigration crisis. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. So far, it's been a pretty easy drive getting through Davis County, northbound I-15 from the north interchange all the way up to Hill Air Force Base. But there is some northbound heavy and slow traffic. That starts right about 3300 south up to the I-215 junction. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Plenty of clouds, gusty winds and temperatures in the 60s. I'm Kevin Eubank. 61 degrees windy at the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios now. Our top national stories. From ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger, a National Guards member accused of leaking classified military documents, now agrees to plead guilty. The Pentagon says Massachusetts Air National Guardsman Jack Texera leaked a trove of sensitive classified documents and posted them online. Prosecutors have now filed a motion indicating Texera will plead guilty. A judge then must determine if he's doing it voluntarily. It's not clear what charges he'll admit to or what punishment he'll face. ABC's Andy Field. In Independence, Missouri, a court employee and a police officer were fatally shot as the employee tried to serve an eviction notice. Corporal Justin Ewing with the state's Highway Patrol. At the time that that civil process server was shot, they called for assistance, at which time Independence Police Department responded to assist. Uh, And that is when additional gunfire occurred and two Independence Police officers were shot. Two other officers were injured, one of them critically. Senate's expected to vote tonight on a short-term spending bill. The House passed it today. You're listening to ABC News. Time now for the KSL In-Depth. A tale of two border visits today. President Biden in Brownsville, Texas. Former President Trump about 325 miles away on the border in Eagle Pass. majority of Democrats and Republicans in both houses support this legislation. Until someone came along and said, don't do that, it'll benefit the incumbent. That's a hell of a way to do business in America. Would you explain to me how allowing millions of people from places unknown, from countries unknown, who don't speak languages, we have languages coming into our country, we have nobody that even speaks those languages. We asked ABC's Jim Ryan to walk us through what's happening 
And what's different about those two spots? Here at Brownsville, uh, the number of people coming across the border illegally has declined quite dramatically in the last few months. And so I think President Biden chose this location to perhaps suggest that things aren't as bad as they seem. Uh, up in Eagle Pass, there are still large numbers of people coming in illegally. So I think that Donald Trump wanted to suggest that things are worse than they seem. So, yeah, it was strategic uh, in, in the selection of these two, lo- two locations, and I think uh, both of them tried to play on that. ABC's Jim Ryan, who lives in Texas, so we also asked him, What's the real story on the ground? I don't think it's as bad as Trump says it is. It's not as good as Joe Biden says it is. You know, it is an issue. And and uh, here in Texas, the economy deals with it. This economy has absorbed a lot of people from uh, different countries and has done so forever and ever. I think the, the population of Texas has grown at an astronomical rate. Of, I mean, I live in Dallas-Fort Worth, and, and we're at uh, about 7 million people now, many of those people having come in from outside. So... You know, it's it, when you take the good with the bad, has there been an increase in crime because of immigration? We're told that in some places we have, but at the same time, the, the economy continues to thrive in all of this. 28% of voters, it's about a quarter of voters in the latest Gallup poll called immigration their number one concern. That's the highest immigration has ever come on the list. KSL News Time 519 now. Your traffic and weather together brought to you by Sinclair's DinoPay app. Save up to 20 cents per gallon. Ricky, is the wind a factor out there today? It doesn't seem to be so, at least not yet, uh, unless you're a pedestrian and then you're going to feel it as well as a motorcyclist. But for now, drivers on I-15, not really getting bumped around, but you do have delays. If you're southbound, they stretch from Murray at 4500 South, really through Draper. Northbound I-15, it is heavy and slow as you're coming from the point of the mountain up up to Bangor Highway, and again, off and on from South Salt Lake to downtown. Also still seeing some heavy and slow traffic westbound on the 201. It's scattered from just before Redwood Road over to 7200 West. Mark? Yeah, the crunch delays up from Park City this afternoon again today. On SR 224, headed up to Kimball Junction. Carnes Boulevard also heavy headed eastbound. West Belt delays 215 westbound. Highland Drive to 9th East and then westbound and then eastbound. Uh, Redwood Road to I-15. You got southbound I-15 delays in Utah County at Pleasant Grove. And then northbound crash clearing right around Center Street, Provo with some delays. Steve. Looks like South Campus Drive really packed in right now by the Huntsman Center up by the U down to uh, Guardsman's Way. Plus backups on southbound Foothill Drive between Macara Way and uh, Sunnyside Avenue. Drive northbound 15 leaving downtown. Got scattered slow spots up to North Salt Lake. And uh, southbound 89 in South Weber. Got delays through Uinta down the hill there to I-84. Escape the winter blues for blue skies and sunshine in Beatty, Nevada. Experience Death Valley National Park, canyon, and desert trails for off-road hiking, biking, ghost towns, and more. BeattyNevada.org. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. Gusty south winds today are moving ahead of a cold front that will actually take its time in getting here, but the winds will continue. Tonight, mostly cloudy, breezy, and 43. Temperatures in the low 60s again on Friday with those strong south winds continuing. Chance for a little bit of light precipitation Friday night in the valleys, but it really gets going on Saturday. Look for valley rain changing to snow as a cold front blows through midday. We'll continue to see scattered snow through Sunday with highs in the 30s, lows in the 20s. Drier weather with a slight warm-up back to the mid-40s as we had 
through early next week. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Kevin Eubank. Your seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. We're at today's high, 61 degrees, the wind out of the south, 18 miles an hour. KSL News Time 521, and we'll take a look at the business news and the market close in just a moment.